Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. You don't always have to like him. But you have to respect him. The Roy Green Show continues. The Roy Green Show continues on the Chorus Radio Network. I have a feeling that your reaction, your response to one of the big news stories of the week was exactly what my response and my reaction was. What the heck is going on? Global News reported that asylum... Now, I'm just putting my interpretation on this. I'm not reading from the news story although I have it right here. Uh, The headline is, Increase of asylum claims in Canada means we wait times could hit over 11 years and cost $2.97 billion. An increase in asylum claims in Canada could eventually mean a staggering 11-year wait for a hearing. That's 11 years for one hearing. And $2.97 billion in federal social supports for claimants In the meantime, this according to an internal government analysis. Eleven years. Eleven years to have your claim heard. Eleven years to have your claim heard. And the cost to the taxpayer, $3 billion. This is for people who enter the country illegally. As asylum seekers. See, I've long argued that what this country really should be doing, we should be going to the refugee-producing nations. They're not hard to find now. We should be going to the refugee-producing nations, find the people who need our assistance most, and bring them to Canada. But when you suddenly arrive and you cross the border into this country and you have no identification or questionable identification and finding out what your past is is not easy, when there are many thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of other claims that are being investigated, it doesn't work so well. The Immigration and Refugee Board, the story continues, is already trying to whittle down its current backlog, but received no new money in the latest federal budget. Why not? We know that there are huge numbers of people and increasingly large numbers of people entering this country and claiming asylum. We already know that it was very slow to begin with. There was a backlog. We understand that. We know that. About 40,000 people are unaccounted for already because they are given a date to appear and then they disappear. So the system is already overloaded and slow. And now with people coming into Canada in increasing numbers with very little in the way of appropriate identification, 
11 years, $2.97 billion. Now remember that when your claim is eventually heard or when one that one of the claims, I know people are going to be saying he's anti-immigrant, he's anti-this, he's anti-that. You get upset. Some people get upset when I use the word foreigner. That's your problem, not mine. When you eventually are heard, it's going to be in such a hurry and so superficial and probably additional delays that no one's going to be satisfied. The person seeking asylum, the legitimate asylum seeker, is going to have total frustration. And the other person who's not legitimate, well, they're not going to be too badly off because we'll be taking care of them. And if they are found to be inappropriately in this country and uh, police, federal police, immigration authorities could remove them from Canada, well, in four cities, there are sanctuary city laws, bylaws, and they won't cooperate with police to identify where this individual is. The person the police are looking for, to, or the immigration authorities are looking for to remove from Canada, the municipal authorities, Toronto, Montreal, Hamilton, Vancouver too? I know Gregor Robertson was thinking about it. So there are the sanctuary city regulations. So, remember Mr. Trudeau called on uh, the unfortunate in the world to come here. To those fleeing persecution, terror, and war, Canadians will welcome you regardless of your faith. Diversity is our strength. Hashtag welcome to Canada. I don't know who these people are who are coming to Canada. You don't either. There will be people who legitimately require our help, but it's going to take a long time to identify who they are, what they need, and look after them appropriately. And there are people who will try to take advantage of us and will take advantage of us, and it will take just as long to find out that they're doing that. It's just a mess. It is a real, really significant mess. Uh, going back to the story, the, the story on Global News, with 2017 application numbers expected to far exceed earlier projections, the board, that's the Immigration and Refu Refugee Board, cannot keep up, says the memo, obtained by Canadian Press under the Access to Information Act. You always have to go and get the information, it seems, by filing for it. It's not willingly forthcoming. The Immigration Department memorandum was drawn up uh, this spring amid a flood of people illegally crossing into Canada from the United States to claim asylum, dominating headlines and raising pointed House of Commons questions about the integrity of Canada's borders and immigration system. The department was asked to explore estimated backlogs of the Immigration and Refugee Board and the associated wait times under different scenarios following a meeting about the U.S. border crossers issue in March. Since January at least 2,700 people have been intercepted by the RCMP between legal border points. Most went on to file claims. The memo does not directly address the impact of the border crosses, though certain sections were redacted. Why? Why are you redacting things? Why? Why don't we have the right to know? Asylum claims have been steadily increasing since 2015. That year, there were 16,115, 
and in 2016 there were 23,895. As of April of this year, the last month for which data is publicly available, there were already 12,040 claims in the system. The memo projects that claim levels will hit 36,000 this year and could continue to increase after that. Hmm. And I want to find something else here for you. Um, last Friday, Immigration Minister Ahmed Hussein announced a wide-ranging review of the IRB, the Immigration Re Re Review Board, bringing in a former deputy minister in the department to study the system and report back by the summer of 2018. How many studies do you think we have? Do we need another one? Do we need another study? Uh, the minister said Canada's asylum system must strike a balance between providing protection to those fleeing persecution and ensuring that the system is not misused by those who do not need Canada's protection. I had a guest on this program who's a Canadian via Mexico just a few weeks ago. And he told us about how easily and with intent our system is being taken advantage of. But the minister wants another study. Another study. Now, where do they stand philosophically? I like to do research. Where do they stand philosophically on the issue? Two non-binding parliamentary motions brought forward by NDP MP Olivia Chow, when she was still an MP, 2008-2009, asked members of Parliament to agree or disagree with the view American military deserters should be granted Canadian permanent resident status immediately, instead of the Stephen Harper government's then-decision to fast-track American military deserters back to the U.S. to face desertion charges. Now, they call them... What's the term they use? Don't call them, they call them resistors, war resistors. Remember, all U.S. military personnel are volunteers. They swore their allegiance to the United States and added whatever the U.S. military oath requires. Then they deserted to Canada and uh, pled for re refugee asylum status as conscientious objectors. Meanwhile, at the very same time, Canadian soldiers were fighting and dying in Afghanistan. So while our military was fighting and dying, these American deserters were arguing they didn't want to and shouldn't be expected to fight, and that it was perfectly okay for Canadian military members to put themselves in harm's way. And who was among the MPs to vote to allow another country's military deserters immediate permanent residence status in Canada while our own men and women were fighting and being wounded and dying? Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. This is deeply disturbing. This is deeply dis troubling. There are people in this, in this world who require help, who require assistance, who require... Um, to be taken care of, to be given a hand up, real refugees. And we have the means and the ability to go and find where they are and find the most needy 
and bring them to this country. The ones who are no threat to this country, bring them here, give them a hand up. But instead we have a piecemeal policy. You enter Canada, you cross the border, you're stopped by the national police. You claim asylum, the national police will put you in their car and take you off to be preliminarily registered. And then we find out that the projection in a government memo is that asylum claims in Canada mean wait times could hit over 11 years and cost almost $3 billion. And the minister wants another study. Well, we'll have another study. Report back to us by the summer of next year. Then they'll have to study the study. And, of course, they'll find that there's another study required to study the study's other studies. Is there, is there, is there something wrong with this? I'm going to give you my simple Roy Green formula. If you enter this country illegally, and if you have no identification, if you enter at an airport or a seaport and you come in on commercial traffic, an airplane or a ship, and you had to have documentation when you left the point of origin, and somehow when you arrive in Canada, you no longer have that. Somehow it disappeared. You're put right back on the conveyance and sent back where you came from. Right back where you came from. If a mother and kids struggle into this country from the United States, for example, take a real hard look. Take a real hard look. Find out what's going on. And you can do that without waiting 11 years. Provide the assistance that's required. But if somebody comes across the border, able-bodied person comes across the border from the United States where you can already declare refugee status, where it is a safe country, via our agreement with the United States, send them back. But we need another study. So, who's got it right? federal government wants another study and you, you know the backstory or what I'm suggesting 1-800-263-2428 1-800-263-2428 what should, let me ask you this what should, what should be done about people crossing our borders in such numbers that we're now in, informed that it is going to take 11 years and 3 billion dollars to clear the backlog and you know it's going to take longer than that and cost more than that. 1-800-263-2428 is the number. 1-800-263-2428. What should be done? What must be done? What has to be done? What is your preferred way of proceeding? We don't want to be inhumane. We don't want to not care. But we don't want to be taken advantage of either. Because for every individual who takes advantage of the system and takes advantage of this country, another person who needs the help is not going to get it. Another person who legitimately requires the help is not going to have access to it because of the fraudster. one 800 Would you agree with me that some people, some claimants, 
should be just turned around and sent back to where they came from? Or is that inhumane? 1-800-263-2428. Your calls when we come back.